Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. Me, Scott. And special guest. Hello, John McRae here. Cue the theme tune. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. You're impressed, John, aren't you? Yeah, I don't think John's quite prepared for that to be coming in his ears. <laughs> I'm never prepared for that. <laughs> Uh, yes, so that's the last time you've been on. We've got all this new lovely kit. It's quite uh, impressive, it is, I've got to say, in is, the studio it's, here. It's like Doc Octopus just lay down and died on the floor on, <laughs> on us with the like, many-armed things coming out of him. Um, so, yes, uh, So and and now we listen to the music as we play it, which is cool. But I, I, I'm struggling to not sing along to it is my, my big thing. You're well, not would struggling that, hard that, enough. That would be and that bad. was actually part of the intro then, if you were singing along. Yes, it yeah. would be ah, everything right, okay. that, that yeah. is, I think so. I, I think at that point I would just start turning you down. <laughs> you haven't done in the past. No. Although you're Paul's more never been turned down before, either. <laughs> All the time. Oh, All the time. So anyway, it's right, so you have seen, Ron, you have seen Hellboy. Yeah, well, we're starting with that, are we? Yeah, let's start okay. with Boom, that. Well. Let's, boom, let's go, let's go, well, let's, well, let's slag as, off the Hellboy. As people know, I'm a really big Hellboy fan. Yeah, um, I have a Hellboy tattoo on my arm. I've got every Hellboy book in multiple versions. I love Hellboy um, to my very soul. It's my favorite comic book. Have you got the character. most recent book? Yes, because you'd sort of stopped reading. So I, I have, I have just every, just I have all the books. Well, I think we know just because Ron has stopped reading doesn't mean Ron has stopped buying. Scott's, <laughs> Scott's on the money there. Um, and just last night, I remembered that I hadn't purchased the Hellboy and Hell Library edition, so I bought that last night. But I went to see the new um, Neil Crazy. Marshall Hellboy. Yes, and uh, yeah, I fucking hated that thing. Oh, oh wow! Uh, I knew from the I knew from the trailer that there was no point in me going to watch it. I yeah. I kind of knew from the first trailer whenever the first red band sort of the r-rated trailer came out I, I realized that oh the tone of this is not what i want from a hellboy movie at mm. all and they made a really big marketing selling point out of this is r-rated there's going to be swearing and more gore than you can handle and i thought yeah that's why i read hellboy books yeah, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was for all of the swearing and endless <laughs> gore um yeah it's 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 definitely feels really really tone deaf like they've completely missed the point of the book which is really weird since Mike Mignola is, is mm. apparently heavily involved in making it and he, he seemed very you know um, he's definitely been very well, pro well he seemed keen on picking up you know the fact that it follows the, the story of the comics a lot closer mm. but I think it may be the, the, the Stephen King syndrome you know where Stephen King didn't like The Shining because it deviated from the books but Stephen King doesn't really realise what makes a good movie mm. um, yeah. yeah so a lot of the time uh, I, I was kind of distracted by how bad the Hellboy makeup is. It's pretty grim. Yeah, he didn't look good at all. No, it, it, it's so heavily layered on the face that his face doesn't seem to be able to move. Sure. Um, and I, I, at one or two points, I'm fairly sure they went in and they had to like CGI fix his face, animate his face a bit, <laughs> because his face is so stiff. The, the Ron Perlman makeup is kind of light mm. on his version. Uh, and uh, well, That's because Ron Perlman is so looks big. Like well, yeah, Ron, Ron Perlman big. has... has the face of Hellboy. I yeah. mean, he has he has the bone structure of a demon. Mm. Um, David Harbour has has to have his face built up quite a bit, and obviously yeah. they wanted to have it not look like Ron Perlman 
as well. So they've kind of gone yeah, for a slightly a of, different look. There's a lot of decisions made in the in the look of Hellboy that you just kind of going. That's not what, like I mean, they're like tiny, tiny little things. But Hellboy had neat, tidy hair. Like mm. even that's, that one yeah, thing that I bothered me going, in the trailer a lot. Yeah, yep. like, yep. you know, Hellboy the, the, kept himself neat and clean and tidy. That was a thing. Yes, for the, that character it's from like, angle grinding down his horn yeah. stubs to keeping <laughs> yeah. his top knot. That they, yeah. you know, but all of that yeah. kind of informs how the characters played as well. So with the loose hair. He's kind of played like a like a, a dumb metal or jock type character. Mm. You know, he's he's always like, "What the fuck, you guys!" And, and which isn't the character that I kind of yeah. associate with the comic. And a lot of the time, the uh, the comedy is kind of based out of the fact that Hellboy's a bit stupid mm. or not quite on top of things, which again isn't the character. Uh, he's not. I mean, he's not a bright character. No, I mean, not, Hellboy has always been described himself as kind of like a supernatural plumber. You know, he goes in and he fixes the problem and he just goes home again. Mm. Whereas this character, I mean, the story they've kind of given him is is there is a, a demoness that has been imprisoned in the earth for you know, millennia and now she's come back mm. and she wants to um, she wants to get it on with Hellboy because he is a demon himself. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's an awful lot of kind of meetings with between her, who's played by Mila Jovovich, and him. And those, even the dialogue in those scenes don't really work. Um, She's well cast, though. She, I mean, she is. Yeah, I mean, Mila Jovovich is, is a fairly decent actress who plays the whole... <laughs> you like her, do you, Paul? No, of course not. Um, no, no, I mean, she is... Like, yeah, she looks like the witch in the, yeah, in the yeah. Hellboy, she, the she Wild does Hunt and stuff, doesn't she? Pretty decent, a d- decent attempt with what she's given to work with. Mm. Um but none of the stuff really works. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's only one or two bits in the whole movie where I kind of find myself paying attention. And there's one scene where he encounters the Baba Yaga, mm-hmm. who's one of the more interesting um, characters from the comic. And that's really well depicted. You know, the sort of the the character contorts and twists and mm. moves around the scene in a really unsettling, chilling way. And, yeah. and that that's that's well done. And then there's one sort of little dream sequence where Hellboy goes to hell after getting Excalibur and his horns grow out. And there's some really striking imagery with him and Hell wielding the sword. Mm. And again, that held my attention for the, the 34, 50, 40 seconds that it was on screen. But the rest of the film, I, I literally fell asleep in the first sort of half oh hour. And I, I, was, and you're a hellboy I was that disengaged from it. And then there was there's scenes of like destruction and chaos at the end, which remind me a lot of um, Alan Moore and John Totalbin's Miracle Man 15. You know, it's, it's set in London and there's lots of like body parts flying and, mm. right. and demons tearing people in half. The gore is is really extreme and really over the top, but it's all CGI, so you don't feel anything. There's no yeah. real weight yeah. to it. You know, you you, you can kind of just dismiss it. Really, is Hellboy like, like the thing with Hellboy is that the fact that uh, the first movie happened at all felt like a minor miracle. Felt like there's no way they'd ever make a Hellboy film. Oh yeah. my god, they made it, it, it was always a surprise that it ever really. Yeah, and, but it sort of feels like like something like um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now they've made something. They are going to keep remaking it every few years. You'll see a Hellboy remake or something similar. Well, you to reckon it. this is the case of like we've got to hold on to the rights to this property? Maybe, so maybe that, not that, even. Let's yeah, get a movie out. Yeah, but also or I a mean, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's within. You know, they've made that now. They know there's a a market of of a certain size for it, so they're going to go. Let's have another stab at that. And, I think and because this one wasn't good, yeah, they'll fine. see that as a as a. Uh, well, we'll, I don't we'll give it a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, we'll give it a couple of years, and then we'll reboot it with some yeah. with somebody we'll else. Recast again. Yeah, which is doubly it's doubly frustrating because uh, not only do I really like Hellboy, but I think Neil Marshall is 
in general, a very good filmmaker. I generally enjoy his movies. I mean, you know, I, I really like The Descent. I think The Descent's one of the actual uh, scarier horror films out there. Yeah. Exactly. And, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, even even the movies that he kind of didn't get a lot of credit for, like uh, Doomsday and all. I enjoyed Doomsday for Dog what Soldiers. it was. Uh, Dog oh, Soldiers. Oh, right. Dog Soldiers. Yeah. Soldiers. Right. Yeah, I love yeah. Dog Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cracking movie. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of had a bit of a diversion to TV there for a while. Obviously, he made you know he made one episode. You of, worked with him on on Game of Thrones, on Game yeah. of Thrones, yeah, 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 on the Battle yeah. of Blackwater episode. He did, he did two. Probably he, when two. you say you worked with him, oh, well, I was on his on his uh, was, uh, filming uh, unit. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I, like I got to talk to him and tell him how much I like Doomsday. Oh, okay. That sounds legit. Two of the two of the better two probably two of the best battle centric episodes of Game of Thrones were were his mm-hmm. and that he was basically brought in to specifically do to do those yeah. battle episodes. Yeah. Um, the other was the Battle of the Bastards, wasn't it? Or? No, not the no. Battle of the Bastards. Miguel did Battle of the Bastards. It was the um, Wildlings name, versus first the First in terms with Night all Watch. Oh, the, the, battle at, the Battle at the top of the wall. The wall, yeah. Yeah, um, that he did. Yeah, so I mean, he, he knows how to do action really well. Um, I'm not so sure that he's got character down. No, I... I and... Um, you know the stuff that I really like about Hellboy is the character. You know, mm. and and mm. it's it's really underserved. And I think, you know, a lot of people have been saying, "Well, David Harbour's really well cast as Hellboy. He just didn't get a lot to work with." I don't know if he is or not. I mean, he's he he, he is playing. He was super him, excited to play the role. Yeah, he's playing him really differently than Ron Perlman, which you know you obviously you assume he would do. But the character there is source material. Mm. You know, people do know what the character's like. So to play it wildly differently from the social material seems a bit of an odd choice. And all of the supporting... He seemed angsty teen or something. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's like angry teenager. You're not my real dad! But my there, real dad's you know, Satan! There, there is a certain you, amount of that. It, no. <laughs> there is a certain amount of that in the... In, Del Toro's one, yeah, as well. Like he has, he plays his music loud, and he he's messy bedroom, and yeah. you know, yeah. But he's, but, he's, but he's played <laughs> in the Del Toro's movies. He's played angsty, but he's not played unlikable. No, which no. I think that Harbour's Hellboy is borderline unlikable. You know, he seems like a, a difficult person to be around. So um, Ozzy Osbourne of, of uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, not for nothing, but the 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 final action sequence, which is kind of like a post-movie action sequence, is soundtracked by Motley Crue. Oh, God. Which is not something I associate with, Hell with Hellboy boy. either, you know? so and, and the supporting cast aren't great either. I mean, you've got Daniel Day, Kim, and Sasha Lane, both doing terrible English accents. Here's, here, I, I think Hellboy... Like, what, what I think is really fun and great about Hellboy is that it always subverts what you're looking at. So you, you, the idea of this de- demonic creature from hell, but then he talks like a, a you know, like a sort of, I'm going to punch him with a left hook and away we go. That, that He's got that sort of hard-boiled thing going on. So it's always subverting everything that you see visually. It's, a, you know, it's it's like, oh my God, a gorilla with a, a robot head is going to kill me. No, I'll just sock him. You know, it, it just turns all these things around a little bit. and And so you're not quite... It's never as on the nose, and yet that Hellboy looks like it would belong on a Motley Crue cover. It looks like it. Yeah, it, it just I mean, a lot of it like, looks like you know Motley Crue album covers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I actually prefer Hellboy Two to the original Hellboy yeah. because I think I think uh, Del Toro got to play with a lot of themes that are really interesting. Where you know Hellboy is kind of conflicted with the fact that he is basically sent out to defend the world against people like him, mm. other demons, other creatures, and that's kind of mentioned a bit in this, where he kind of feels a bit of a a bit of a um, conflict over, you know, over killing mm. uh, the witch. 
because she is of the same sort of origins as he is. But it's it's sort of dismissed as quickly as it's brought up, you know, and yeah. it's it's pushed away as kind of like, well, that that's a bit too, you know. I mean, we haven't had an action sequence in five minutes, so let's get on <laughs> let's, with the next one, you know. Let's move on to the next one. It thing. does make me really sad that we're not going to get Del Toro's, like, the, the third part. Yeah. Because they were setting up for something, I think, really... Really do you special. Think it'd be set in Belfast. They do come to Antrim in the same. Edging closer and closer yeah. down the motorway. <laughs> the, um, the, I, I, I don't buy Ian McShane either. I mean, maybe it's because um, thing he was so great in that role. And, uh, John Hurt. John Hurt was brilliant. As, yeah, yeah, I mean, he looked it, visually looked exactly like you imagine that character. Would yeah, look like. within literally the first like ten seconds of this movie, I realised just how try hard it was going to be because Ian McShane has a narration at the start, and he, I think he's the line is. It's the Middle Ages in England, and it's raining because, of course, it fucking is. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and and I was just, I just wilted in the seat. I was like, oh god, I know what I'm in for here. It's just, it's a really sardonic and cynical take on this material, which what mm. I wanted is something more sincere, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, conversely what? to that, I saw Shazam. So have I. Have we not spoke, to, spoke about Shazam? Wait, we, no, we were going to bring it. we were going to bring it up with Patrick, but we didn't. Okay, we didn't get that. I have not seen Shazam. But I, I believe it's good. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It is a lot of fun. Yep. Did I, you see it with your kids, John? I did, yes. And yes. I did it go down with them. Oh, uh, they loved it. Um, honestly, I thought that it was a great wee movie and I could have done with a bit less fighting and a lot more Shazam family. Get, yes. A lot more Once, Shazam family and a lot more Billy Batson's family. Yes. I am that not whole dynamic. familiar with Shazam source right. at all. Yeah. So Shazam. whenever whenever the Shazam family appeared, sure. I thought, Oh, we've got a movie now. Yeah. But they're just not. No, they're just not used. No, all not that at all. Much. Um, Practically, they're not. just because, used. They're just yes. used for muscle. Because sure. they're, they're, the they're purely in an action scene. There's, yeah. there's no character yeah. development allowed there. But I thought that so was, like my jaw dropped so when whenever yeah, they all appeared. It was amazing. I was really pleased. So he's so the story is Billy Batson becomes the the wizard Shazam. But he then becomes the par. Has is he the, not Captain Marvel? Or do they skirt? No, they, they, they never once. No, they never mentioned. Say that name. This, this spent, the, the whole film is spent with him trying to come up with a name. Uh-huh. So he's Captain Lightning Bolt, and then he's ah, the right, Red yeah. Typhoon, and various other sparkle fingers. Sparkle fingers. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. a fun. So the thing. yeah, it is Mark great. Strong, the um, the, the, the main Adam. antagonist. Man, Savannah, um, yeah. And so who's he playing? Savannah, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, Savannah. Okay. I thought it was Black Adam. No, was Black no, 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 no. The Rock is Black, Black, Black Adam. Okay, I haven't seen The Rock in any of the trailers. So were they, he's not, no, no, he's not in this. He's, he's, he's getting his own film. Oh, was he? Yeah. There's definitely a, like a, a possible CGI representation of The Rock at one point. Okay. Uh, whenever they're showing the, um, whenever the, the, the ancient wizard is showing Shazam, the, the previous champion that they had. And the in the sort of the CGI, uh, oh if, yeah, if you, look, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, kind yeah. of look and squint in it, there's a black Adam in there, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's modelled after the Rock. Yeah, okay. so the, Mark Strong is trying to get Shazam's powers, and then Shazam divvies them up mm-hmm. amongst his adopted family, oh, okay. and they all become the the, the yeah. superhuman versions of themselves, uh, which right. is the way it is in the comic. Well, yeah, which yeah. Uh, which yeah. I find out afterwards. The only thing that that I kind of took issue with a little bit is the only one who didn't change. Her physical form was the oldest sister. Uh-huh. She is played by herself, yeah, and that just means that she is the perfect embodiment of herself. Of, of herself. Was she played by herself? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, just, just that's a bit, what bit of lipstick. Well. Okay. I, I would. Um, 
The lipstick and so a they, short skirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they all they That's all exactly they all grew up except for okay. except okay. for her. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but it's it's really really fun. I mean, yeah, it, it is. It is it is what it appears to be. It is Big Meat Superman. Um, mm. And it's it's really well played out. I think um, the kids especially in it are really good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if I had any criticism at all, and I had one tiny criticism, it was that I thought Zachary Levy wasn't playing. Or, or rather, the kid and Zachary Levi's performances didn't seem to be the same character. There, yeah, that's when a it, tough one. When so he comes yeah. back from being Shazam as the kid, he is a bit off kilter mm-hmm. yeah. with the with the. He doesn't seem as excited about it anymore. He seems it's some burden that he's yeah. got now, and you're like, well, he seemed to be having quite a fun time of it. You have a fun time while you're Shazam, and then yeah. when you're not Shazam, you seem pretty down about things. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's, uh, like a, it's like a drug. It's the Miracle Man story, yeah. isn't it? It's, I mean, that's yeah. the gist of Miracle Man. Is it? Well, I mean, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, Miracle Man is a uh, is a British take on, on Shazam. Yeah. You know, exactly a British take on Shazam. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there couldn't be really be more, it couldn't be more different from Miracle Man though, in terms of the story, though, because oh, yeah, yeah. Miracle Man sure. is, is a really dark story, mm. and this is a very bright, shiny, you know, full yeah, of colors. Yeah, well, it's bright and shiny, but there were some some brutal bits in it. Yeah. I was surprised where it got quite brutal in a couple it's of places. Blood, and my, my, though, you know. yeah, but it was the implied brutality yeah. of it. Yeah. My youngest was like, Ooh, and I had to cover his eyes for a few few set pieces. The, but the, the deadly sins, I suppose, are quite. They were because Hannah kind of thought she'd seen the trailers and thought because Ralphie's all into superhero stuff at the mm. minute. She thought, oh, I could maybe take Ralphie to that. And I went to see it. I was like, no. What no, age no. is Ralphie? Oh, he's only three and a half. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, he, like, he loves watching scenes from Superman and that kind of thing. And the trailer doesn't show any of the seven deadly sins in no, it. No, it does. Well, um, and the seven, are they people or they're they these things? gargoyle-esque monsters? monsters. Okay. Yeah. They are quite grotesque. Okay. Um, yeah. And they savage a lot of people. It bites someone's head off. It does bite someone's head. In that CGI yeah. bloodless way. And that's, uh, you know, you, you see it like place the guy's head in its mouth. I, and, post, uh, I posted on Twitter recently, I said, um, I, you know, once Avengers uh, Endgame is over, I'm done with superhero movies. Unless the good guys don't like indiscriminately slaughter thousands of people. I mean, I, I would like my good guys to be good guys to not kind of go, I'm just, oh, look, here come the bad guys. We'll just kill them all. And then we'll get on to the next thing, which seems to be the thing that they all do. And nobody talks about it. And I thought that was a relatively, you know, who's going to be fussed about that? Boy, did I get a bit of a bite back on that? A lot of people were not happy about just me voicing the idea that maybe superheroes shouldn't kill quite as many people. It seemed a reasonable... Which ones do? Um, well, most of them. Like, do the Avengers kill everybody? I think they. I think they've killed. Like they, they, uh, the, Iron Man's it, definitely killed a load of people, uh, and, and and not just people. I'm talking about any sentient being. Any I, Iron Man got mostly fight. kills brown people in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing that out, he kind of indiscriminately kills anyone who's mm. a bit she, she had darker than he is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't think of Superman. Hmm. <laughs> Captain America, I'm sure, has accidentally killed people. I'm sure when he bops someone on the head, as strong as he is, it's, they're not just lying there. Well, not I mean, they, dead. they don't show it in the original, in the first Captain America movie, but he does march into a few Nazi camps shooting a gun. I'm okay and, with that. And you imagine <laughs> that he's he's pretty good shot. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. sure. He's probably not missing. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, yeah. I mean, he had a gun in the comics. Yeah, yeah. back in the, the old in the world. Yeah, and he's stuff. definitely he, on the uh, on the helicarrier scene in the first Avengers movie. He has a machine gun and he's picking people off whenever. While Tony Stark's trying to fix the engines of the helicarrier, okay, the helicarrier. Um, yeah, and they're Hydra. Hi. But yeah, but I don't. I don't. Nazis. I, yeah, Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Nazis. So, so not, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, but that, 
I can't. Nazis are people too. <laughs> but the way that the, in Infinity War, yeah. they they're vicious dog animals. They're yeah, not they're like CGI they're like war creatures. dogs. They're yeah. war yeah, dogs. They they're do, not I mean, they like do, yeah. I mean, I think they do say early on they're not sentient like people. You know, they're. But at the same time, I kind of do. I mean, it, it does feel sort like of winking at the audience. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay to kill these people. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I kind of feel like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna be able to do stories with superheroes, you can figure out a way to not kill lots of yeah. enemies. Well, that well, are, the comics have been doing it forever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe it'll make it look like the A Team. I don't know. I mean, but it just feels like. Oh, done with this kind of thing. I mean, unthinkingly kind of, I, mean, I don't mind if Captain America get, get kills someone and spends the rest of the movie moping around going, oh, I've killed that person. I shouldn't really have done that. I feel like that, that bit in Austin Powers where they cut to the, oh, the, 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 the henchman's, the henchman's family, family. And they go, yeah, oh my God, Jack's <laughs> dead. And you know, I don't know what we're going to do. And then cuts back and it's like, yeah, we don't give a second thought of that. And it, it feels like there'd be an awful lot of that going on on any of these superhero movies, but it's just the Well, isn't back. that with Baron Zemo? Was completely that. Oh, was it? Baron Zemo, that was his whole thing because his family was killed oh, in right. the, oh, uh, yes. the Ultron's Sokovia. fight. Ah. Yeah. Sokovia. Yeah. And so that was the whole setup for that uh-huh. whole uh, Civil War I completely movie, forgot so, about that and rewatched so, it recently. And the, the yeah. scenes of him listening to his, his, the, the old voicemails of his wife and kids and stuff. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, yeah. okay. Maybe uh, should go stuff. back and watch some of that. Some of it's just washed right over me so fast. It happens so quickly. And then you kind of go, right, where's the next one? And then you, and, and they're like mm. fast food, so you don't well, really... Well, I think the tonal differences you know, between the DC stuff and the Marvel stuff is why I think a lot of people kind of kind of let the DC movies left a bad taste in their mouth mm. because Definitely. there seemed to be a, a wanton destruction yeah. that happened in those movies that didn't seem to be present in the Marvel ones. Yeah. Especially the end of Man of Steel and <sighs> yeah. it, where, where it, it, it is, again, a bit like Miracle Man. They just, yes. you, you've got two intensely powerful creatures destroying everything all around them. Yeah. Massive property damage, but you don't see a single dead body. Yeah. But there's no, yeah, but there's also no way that there aren't but, thousands but there of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, you know, yeah. and Marvel nodded to that in Infinity War whenever the aliens first land and Tony Stark mm. says, we have to evacuate everybody south of yeah. wherever. Mm. And Doctor Strange waves his hands and there's yeah. a big puff of and orange magic and everybody's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, every a puff of orange magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, just, a, and a sly wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I got this. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's why in, in Batman versus Superman, they, they had their fight in a you know abandoned warehouse area, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they had to have... You wonder, is... I mean, is there a solution to that? Is there... Are we always going to have... Don't hire Scott of, Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> but the it's thing just, about... I think you mean Zack Snyder. Scott Snyder's oh, all right. yes, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. Sorry, Scott. John no. Scott would love to work here someday. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zack Snyder, Scott Snyder. Yeah, but the, like, that's where I think people have where missed the, missed Superman. The, the Superman's best is at his best when he's saving people, mm. not when he's fighting similarly strength, similarly yeah, powered yeah. individuals. Um, I rewatched. You don't, you don't really want the end of a Superman story to all hinge on whether Superman can physically beat up the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Unless he's already won that battle in some other way. I watch, rewatched Superman Returns, and the best stuff. Saving the jet, saving the the airliner at the start, mm. saving the crowds from the earthquake. Like that's that's the first Superman film that I saw, and that's I want Superman mm. struggling to save people rather yeah. than yes, struggling to the, fight. The heroism is the stuff. Is, yeah. is what you yeah. want to to see more of. You yeah, 
The and you just don't seem to. Yeah. The problem, yeah. The problem with with people is that we do like those cool moments. Eh? We like, do like the. It's, it's when I saw somebody the, posted. Those can be cool. Yeah. Like no, the, no. But I, rem- cool. I remember seeing somebody posted a drawing of of uh, Superman with with the red eyes and going burn, which is the bit from the uh, was it the whatever happened to the man? That's the the, uh, uh, the Moore one. Yeah. yeah the man has everything. Uh, has everything, which yeah. is a, a brilliant sequence. But it all sort of ends with so that's the one point where Superman really turns into kind of burn, which is seems like that's the bit that. Uh, Zack Snyder saw went that's, that's, held on my, that's my Superman yeah. Yeah. yeah well in yeah. Superman Return like even something as simple as the glass being blown out of a skyscraper yeah. during from the earth from the, the force of the earthquake all of that falls yeah. onto people and as he flies in he flips onto mm-hmm. his back and flies underneath it and uses his heat vision to turn the glass to sand mm-hmm. just, just to heat it up to, to the point where it's just sand and it falls on the people below that's great that is great that is yeah. like that's a great sequence yeah. and it doesn't involve not, anybody not having sure, their neck snapped not sure if the physics of it work out quite that way but it's a know. man who's flying he's Superman <laughs> okay, he can do yeah, but, but I think that just worried they might have all turned into tiny little shards of needles <laughs> and fallen down and killed more people but that, that desire they, for heroism <laughs> stuff is why I think the end of Shazam works really well because you know he creates the the Shazam family, and they they, they set about saving everyone in this sort yeah. of yes. theme park, you know, which is why it's a it's it's, it's not a cynical film, you know. Yeah. It, it does seem to have this. You know, if you if you got lots of power, what would you do? Is the question yeah. at the heart of it, you know? And throughout the movie, being a hero is kind of the thing he doesn't want to do. He kind of wants to behave selfishly for himself, mm. and then whenever he realizes that the only real thing, the only, it's the Spider Man story. Only, the only moral thing he can do yeah. is to use that to help other people, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it does have, I think, one of the best jokes in any superhero film, which is the bit where the, the, they're flying, they're, they're sort of flying, um, him and Dr. Savannah are, are flying about, and Dr. Savannah is like shouting at him his plan. Oh, that's <laughs> superb. <laughs> you know, what he's going to do to him and how he's going to destroy the world. And uh, Captain Marvel is, is just like about 300 feet away. He's going, I can't hear you. It's like, <laughs> you're so far away. I, can't, I haven't got super hearing. And he just keeps on ranting and ranting. And, like, and then there's this pretty shot of him just miles away. And all here's, oh, oh, <laughs> it's superb. It's, yes. Yeah, it's very How good. come Savannah's right. got superpowers? Because he doesn't in the comics. He steals them. He get, yeah, he gets oh, possessed by the seven deadly sins. Oh, okay, okay. And they okay. kind of right. work There's a lot of him. stuff that this is sort of plotty stuff that, yeah. that probably yeah. if you're going to mm. go and see it. So go and see it. Um, have, you, yes, have you been watching definitely. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Have you been watching? You, have you, you've seen it. I all. went to the Game of Thrones European premiere. Oh, listen to you. Good which was yeah. in. Which is in Belfast. <laughs> 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 Exotic Belfast. Yeah. Wow. I wow. went to the Game of Thrones European premiere. Yes. Oh, where was that? Well, it was down the street for yeah. me, actually. Yeah. Ten just minute the... drive from your house. Yeah. Yeah. Literally ten minute drive from my and house. How was that? It was great. It was great. It was great. Yeah, so was you, did you actually genuinely have a chat with Jonathan Ross? Yes. You did, and the yes. conversation really had So I went so so uh, a lot of the cast was there, uh, and Jonathan Ross was there because mm-hmm. um his wife is here at the minute. She's writing a Game of Thrones prequel. Oh, right. So he was there at the. Is that information you can share? It's already public. Oh, okay, like okay, they know okay. that they're they know okay. that they're gone. They've would, gone to would pilot they have stage. Told him? Probably. Well, NDA's <laughs> up the wazoo. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but no, it's public. It's mm. public knowledge. They, that's they've picked it to go to at least pilot stage. Mm. Um, so he so he was there, and uh, P- I said to PJ, your friend Jonathan is here. He's like, oh, tell him I said hey, and I I assumed that he thought I wouldn't do it. So I was, <laughs> that was <laughs> so a fair assumption. Yeah. <laughs> So I went up to Jonathan. I said, "We have a friend in common, PJ." And he goes, "Oh yeah, he, he came over to my house with, to help me with the with uh, drawing some stuff. Couldn't understand a word he said. He was all." <laughs> <laughs> and he just 
just kept going, ah, 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 cunt, ah, cunt. <laughs> so, you know, it was a... Uh, Two people uh, with a language misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, so anyway. but yeah, he was very, he was very nice, and um, Sue from the Bake Off was there as well. Oh yeah, well because they, they do that after they have after the, the thingy after show. Throne, so throne and he was cast. on he was on that after the Throne Cast thing as well. In that first episode of it, they probably filmed so, it in yeah. Belfast. Yeah. They, they probably filmed it after. Oh yeah, because I think they film it in one of the sets because they they're in a yeah. big room with a big table, which is the Game of Thrones uh, locations on yeah. it, which I think is from the. It's, uh, it's the Dragonstone. It's the Dragonstone yeah. map room. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they're filming it in so there because it's they a cheap it. set. It's already it already exists. it already exists yeah, yeah. and is not being used anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, yes, but yeah. So I got to see the first episode on the big screen with nice five one audio, and then we had a nice big party afterwards. In one of Europe's great capital cities. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the leave Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been watching any of Game of Thrones? Uh, no. No. No, I've never okay. seen it. Have you not? Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay, so we're on episode two. Did you watch Have you watched no, episode two? No, it's episode two only came out last night. I know, I watched it last night. I had a sore stomach. I couldn't oh, sleep. Oh, did you stay so up just, to two in the morning and watch it? I was already awake. It was three oh, o'clock yeah. in the morning and I watched it. So I didn't actually go to sleep till five. It's really good. It seems like a... Yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen it too. Have you seen it? It's really... It feels like... Because, right, so... That's why we're only recording one episode tonight, because I have to go home and watch it with Hannah. Oh, right. Oh, I see, <laughs> I see. The, um, it feels like they're doing the end of Lord of the Rings before they do... They're doing it the reverse way. So in Lord of the Rings, they did a big battle... And after the big battle, they went, right, everyone, cheerio, bye, here's all the resolutions you wanted, blah, blah, resolution, resolution, resolution. And it feels like they've gone, no, we're not going to do that. Let's do all the resolutions first. Let's get everyone to say cheerio and, hey, are, are you still alive? Yeah, I'm still alive. How's things with you? Everything's fine with me. What about you? Yeah, that's all cool. And then let's do all the things that we all, like all the viewers have wanted to happen for eight years. And and now we can do the battle where we're all going to die or whatever is going to happen then. So that, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a very, the last two episodes have been really kind of, Moving um, all the pieces on the board into place. Yeah, well, the first one was like, let's put let's put everyone back to where they should be for this end bit. And then the last night's one was very much, here are all the resolutions that you want to happen. Here are all the, the two people sitting down and meeting together that you've wanted to see sit and chat and talk about these things. It's a very long show. And it, there's some <laughs> stuff about it that's really, I felt a bit uncomfortable about. Right? Really? So, yeah, yeah. Well, th- so th- when you start watching the show, some of those characters are literally 13 years old. Uh, and so now they're 18 or 19 years old uh-huh. and they're getting their kid off and you're thinking, ugh, don't, don't want to see this. Especially when you just watch the other I, episodes. I hate to break this to you, Paul, but every woman was once 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video of my wife when she was like 12 or 13 on a I'm march. I'm just taking a note where I'm going to cut I, this. Jesus, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and she cut to commercial. 33 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> she was on the, on the oh, minor strike march in, in England because she was... She uh, was in a band in Cornwall in Pending when she was about 12 or 13 years old and they marched north and the BBC have a recording of this and I, and I found it and I watched it and I went, oh, do you see what I find? It's a video of her and I was like, after I was like, like, I don't even know if I can kiss you now. It's like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. I don't like this. Oh, Paul, I, like, I think it's all you. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's I think you've you. really got to go and see that I've, therapist. I have problems. <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's true. I need a th- I would like a therapist. We've talked about this before. Haven't I we, think that's what this show is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meeting once a week for an hour, that sounds like therapy. I'm not sure what progress has been made, but... <laughs> and I can't it's... remember, do I pay you or do you pay me? 
Which, what, where, where's the money going here? Well, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. So, uh, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside Podcast is where you can. What's he just laughing at me? It's fine, fine. I'm telling him on all of your professionalism. I know. That was a brilliant. so much better at this, at this stuff than we used to be. I even wasn't even going to mention it until you, you said so. Sorry. You know. I, I've even got theme music, which. which oh, let's hear it. No, it'll, it'll go behind here. I haven't, I haven't got it on the. To load on here, yeah. But yeah, so if you want to uh, support the show, it's uh, I think it's what four pounds a month or something like that. Um, but it's th- nothing. That it's seems not, not really even a cup of coffee. Terrific value. It's like it's like one pound per show. Yeah, per month. And look what we've been able to do with it so far. Plus that make, <laughs> make you go into Plus. debt. <laughs> for God knows how much for this. Doc Octopus, which I'm going to take a photo of because it's kind of cool looking. Yeah, well, you can paste yeah, that right. to the Patreon. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll and do uh, that. people can see it there. Um, so if you join, you're basically helping support the show. You're helping us uh, pay off a lot of audio gear that I bought. You're <laughs> helping us to pay for hosting and for a bunch of other things in the background. And there may be things coming up that you'll get if you're a Patreon. We're not trying to promise anything on that because we're lazy. Uh, a, get, a, get get a lot of the wrong. times it means making PJ do stuff. <laughs> and I can't do anything. Oh, don't we, don't, don't forget. Daft. Don't forget. There's also the Discord chat thing yes uh, if you join the Patreon you automatically get access to the Discord chat server where you can chat to us and also to other members of the of the Patreon family so yeah. you get to ha- engage in little post episode discussions and uh, also big suggestions for things you want to talk about if you want yeah, some people it. might be getting removed from the Discord server why they're posting photographs of you when you're younger <laughs> It's so cool. You have so, to see this photo. Okay. Photographs of me inebriated from my younger days made their way from our Discord server into my work group chat. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jeez. I mean, that's definitely I, not I really me. enjoyed just how barely sentient you looked in that, in that first photograph. <laughs> I, loved, I loved how frizzy your hair was. Everything yeah. about this just... Like, I mean, I would give, like, I'd give anything person? to have that hairline back. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of see. I mean, I'm in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shit, did you drink that entire bottle? Yeah, that's Uh, what happened. That's that turned all his curly hair straight. Yeah. (laughs) So there's another. There's another photo of him as well, which is also far gone. I know, as different from you in that photo as as it is from you. I think they're they're not that far apart. Well, this this works really well in the podcast. I know, I know, because they're because they're not going on the on anything. Are they not going to? No. Doesn't he? He looks as different in that one as he does in the last one. Yeah. I wouldn't even know. No, yeah, yeah. but uh, good, good hand, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those ones that's going to bite me in the ass in a couple of years' time. Oh yeah, when uh, when you become a politician or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, John, what have you been up to? <laughs> John, uh, save us. We can't think of anything. Yeah, I, I got mistaken for the Unabomber today, <laughs> which was interesting. I was on the beach and Bally Walter, and uh, I, if I go out in the sun, I just turn into a lobster and then just shed, and it's not not pretty and not fun. Uh, so I was had the baseball cap on, the hoodie top up, the shades on, and I was walking down the beach and uh, ran into some people we knew, and they thought I was the Unabomber <laughs> from a distance. And he even pulled out his camera, or his phone, and uh, brought up a picture of the the drawing of what the Unabomber was supposed to look yeah. like, and held when I looked at it and went, yep, that's... Am I staring into a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> so, where was this? Bally Walter? Bally Walter, yeah. yeah. I, I have a story about Bally Walter. Oh, oh, let's hear it. Tell, uh, on. One of the worst nights of my life, which actually... Yay! <laughs> this is a good story. So back when I was 16 or 17, um, my friends and I decided to go for a trip out to the... One, one of us had a caravan up there, 
And uh, I, I just basically lied to my mum and I said I was staying at my, my, my mate Tim's house. Mm-hmm. And we all hopped in a car. Just your parents who went off to Disneyland left you alone when you were 12. So I don't know if you needed really? to lie to them. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I think we've told this story yeah. multiple times, but, you know, we'll yeah. tell you again if you want. Yeah, yeah. No, so no, we went no, down no, to, uh, to the caravan. Now, I'm sure that the reason I lied was because I knew my friends were going to be drinking. I wasn't going to be drinking. No. I, I didn't drink. But We've um, ascertained your straight edge by the, yes. triple, the triple X's on your arm. But um, so it was, it was me, the three guys that I was in a band with at the time, and uh, two girlfriends. And one of them yours? No, no, neither were mine, sadly. <sighs> uh, and the girlfriends weren't staying the night either. They were they were being taken home later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we decided to go out and uh, go for a walk down the beach. And the guy whose caravan it was joked that it says, "Oh, this place is wild." There's a guy. There's a guy called Mad Mahoney around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and you want to keep an eye out for him. <laughs> Uh, but we, we we were walking down the beach at about, I think it must have been about 10 o'clock at night because it was dark and what we were going to do was set a fire. So we started looking around the beach for things to, to, to set on it fire. light, yeah. Yeah. And I found a sign plugged in, just sort of stuck in the ground that mm-hmm. said, uh, young trees, keep off. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out of the ground, just joking. So what about this? And then heard this scream come from like half, <laughs> halfway up the beach that went something like, no! And I saw this glint of light in the in the moonlight shining off something, and there was a man running down the beach with what was a basically a woodworking saw <laughs> running towards me. I mean, the image I, I play back in my mind when I think about it was he was wearing a long coat, and he pulled the saw out of the coat as he ran towards me. <laughs> as he as he ran, it wobbled. And I think he was about maybe thirty feet away when my mate Cut said, "Oh fuck, it's Mad Mahoney." <laughs> Took him that long to figure out. <laughs> so he basically ran up, collared me, near knocked me over, and said, "What do you think you're doing?" I said, oh, "I was just, I was just thinking of burning this sign." <laughs> you will not, you will not. You youngsters been burning things in this beach for years, and it's going to put a stop to it now. And he started dragging me up the beach, saying he's taking me to the police uh-huh. for so what? I, I, well, <laughs> for the past thirty years of things burning on the beach, and that I you started contributing, pleading and pleading, and saying, "Mister, I'm not even supposed to be here. Don't take me to. I'm don't take me to." The place. I'm really uh, look. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And my friend Andrew, who was the drummer in the band at the time, ran up and said, "Master, you gotta let him go. You gotta let him go. He's not right in the head." <laughs> <laughs> You're pleading with Mad Mahoney <laughs> by using the insanity clothes. <laughs> I was educationally subnormal, and should, none of my actions should be held against me. And the, he basically stood and argued with them for, I think, a good five, ten minutes before the guy relented and, and decided to let me go. But he said he was calling the police anyway. Mm-hmm. And they were going to come and monitor mm-hmm. the beach. Ah. And then we all went back to the to the caravan and sat there shitting ourselves <laughs> the entire night because a literal man with a saw had come and chased me <laughs> up the beach. Uh, and it never occurred to me that basically I had nearly been assaulted with a deadly weapon. And he was the one who should have been reported to mm. the police. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my Bally Walter story. You? It was horrifying. Did he look like the Unabomber? No, he was a large, sort of red-headed, bearded man. That's what I used to look like <laughs> about 25 years ago. <laughs> yes. hey. Oddly, would Scott look like Hello, in those photos? Like <laughs> as well? It's like mad. Oh, dear. Uh, yes, yeah, so you're over for a little, another little break. Kids yeah, yeah. Off, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just over enjoying the weather. Uh, absolutely. Who'd have thought it? Yeah. I know. Northern Ireland, but yeah, just had a had a lovely too time. Warm again. That's when we started the show. When we started the show, it was boiling every single day. Yeah, it's roasting again. Yeah, it's definitely a year now. It's isn't 22 it? degrees in here, according to my thermostat. Oh. 
It's too hot. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> what other anything exciting happened? Uh, well, I just I I went to see another film and something weird happened with the film. So I want to talk about that. Okay. So I went to see a film called Wonder Park. Oh yeah, that's the sort of animals. Animals, uh, uh, animals yeah. make it a theme park. Awful, looks oh, awful, it's terrible. It looks like oh. movie. Oh. it looks like one of those films where somebody has made like a Disney movie, and then somebody's gone, "Oh, we could make a movie like that." With yeah, the exactly Transformer not. Yeah, yeah. They just if we make it look close enough like the other <laughs> yeah. one. Then it'll like some some people will go and vegan. see it by proxy. Yeah, instead of frozen, we'll call it frigid. And <laughs> well, yeah. that's a that's a different movie. Is that, is that is a different. That's movie. the one I that, bought. That's on the one that. I want to see. <laughs> just just let it go. <laughs> so we'd seen the trailer for it. Animals at a theme park, yeah. building their own theme park. Ralphie thought, yeah, okay. So some of the cast in it are like comedy stalwarts, mm-hmm. like. Keenan Thompson, mm-hmm. longest running cast member on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Dr. Ken Young mm-hmm. uh, was in Community for five seasons and, they, and is in the the biggest grossing comedy. They, these are all these are all favorites of Ralphie's. No, but I thought I thought at least I thought at least okay there'd be some pedigree. comedy chops yeah. going on in this. At least he's ethnically cool. Yeah. <laughs> they had redubbed. All of the American oh, actors. Oh, with local with talent? With local oh. talent. So By local When you talking? say local, do you so mean Belfast? No. <laughs> I, well, Fra- Fra- well. Frank Mitchell, Frank Mitchell yeah. was playing the squirrel. Is Michael Smiley in this? <laughs> I wouldn't have minded Michael Smiley, actually. Um, Keenan Thompson, Ken Young, and the person who was playing the bear, whose name I forget, were replaced by two YouTubers. Oh, oh Jesus. And um, oh. Doctor Who's Tom Baker. Well, I'll tell well, you, I, I, I like Tom that Baker. One, that one's okay. That it's, one's I mean, okay. Makes, oh, yeah, because they used not, him in the, in the advert. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. makes not a lick of sense if you're thinking, how do we make this appeal to a much younger audience? Yeah. Let's get some YouTubers and Tom, Tom Baker. <laughs> Kids love let's, Doctor Who. Let's get Doctor <laughs> Who. Oh, the, the current no, female one? No, 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 no. Let's get one of the old ones. Yeah, and it was just... Because I was sitting the whole way through the film going, okay, I'm expecting these people that I know to turn up and voice... The cast and they never turned up. Yeah. And then I'm looking on the IMDb and it still says, "Yep, Keenan Thompson's in it. Yep, Ken Young's they in did it." That, they, there was a lot of films did that. Shrek did that. Shrek did that, but they only replaced one they person. Replaced one unimportant role in yeah, it. Yeah. So there's, there's why, a, why did they do? Because well, it, it works in the, it. it works in the Shrek one because they cut to somebody watching TV and it's a late night. Talk show host. Oh sure. So in the states it's Jay Leno, and in the UK it's Jonathan Ross. He wasn't very. But he gets everywhere. (laughs) Oh, they did that in Cars as well, where they replaced um, somebody with Clarkson. Oh, Oh, that's yeah. Again, that makes sense because if you're going to car commentator, you know, people know. Yeah, but replacing anybody with Clarkson's a bad (laughs) idea. You should replace Clarkson with somebody else. Yeah. Fine. With a dead Clarkson. The, yeah, the BBC yeah. did. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was just it was just very weird. And you have to go into a bit of a deep dive on the Wikipedia page mm. to find out what actually happened because the director's a former Pixar animator who mm-hmm. was apparently a bit too handsy and they've removed his name completely from the film. Ooh. And there was a big fight because the Not director... Not too handsy in the sense that he really wanted to... Was hands-on with the animation? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. 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 <laughs> apparently, yeah. Th- but apparently there's a... With the Directors Guild, you can't put a film out without a director on it, but mm-hmm. they basically fought and fought, and this film doesn't have a director. Wow. Really? This film not has even no, a, Not even, even a... Even Alan Smithy wouldn't sign I know, the end of I this know. one. 
Not, <laughs> not even a Ron Hard coming in at the last minute to replace. There's, 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 there's well, no used director. To, Alan Smithy used to be the name all directors would use if they. Yeah, if you didn't want your, if you didn't want your name on something, yeah. Um, yeah, he's right. got like five. He's got like five actual credits uh-huh. to his name. Alan Alan Smithy does. Alan Smithy. Yeah, uh, and so it was not good. So, no, it's it's no, it's not good. No, was Ralphie entertained. No, he has to leave. Did he go? Oh, I love this. <laughs> what a review! I, wow, I, I, couldn't entertain a three-year-old. I know. He, Boom. He, he, we, 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 we left. We left to go to the toilet, and he was like. I don't really want to go back in. Can I stay in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> it's so much more entertaining in here. <laughs> so we le- so we left and went oh, to the no. arcade and I spent a stupid amount of money on a zombie shooting game where you squirt all the zombies with an actual water pistol oh, right, in the, yeah. built into the game, which he loved. Mm. And right. yeah, that seemed to cheer him up. But yeah, Wonder One. It's called Wonder Park here. It's called Wonderland in the oh, states. They're yeah. just they're just changing everything. Uh, uh, Thomas not, really wants not to go and it. see that, but I don't think we'll, we will go and see that. No, I did sit and rewatch uh, Spider Man at the Spider Verse last night. Still awesome. I mean, like like it's some sort of chore. I've watched yeah. it about three or four times with uh, Ralphie. Uh, okay, um, it's yeah, it does, it's not hard work. No, uh, I watched. <laughs> I started watching the audio commentary too. It was kind of good. Oh no! You see, Ralphie's not going to. He's not going to want to see play that. that no. Yeah, I watched that too. <laughs> <laughs> Although we still need to do our own audio. Yeah, we're going to do our own one. Are we going to do one? Yeah. You sure? I don't know. What, over Spider-Verse? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. I don't know no. why. Maybe, maybe I mean, we should wait for John to be available for that. Just sit and watch into the Spider-Verse uh, and record. Because we can play stuff back and listen to it through the headphones. Sure, you see, sure, so sure. it doesn't bleed in, yeah. yeah oh, so right, well, you know, awesome. if I'm in um, time, you know, let me know. I'll, uh, yeah. um, I'll make time, especially for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you, PJ. <laughs> Not for me. Spider-Verse. On that screen? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't get your big data projector screen down I mean uh, it's been the projector's it's not there at the minute I'm currently shopping around for a 4k projector I was going to say the, the oh. Ron's projector's not 4k and I'm not sacrificing but if he had a 4k projector if he had a 4k projector then that's different yeah I'm shopping around for one at the minute Okay. How much are they? I'm, um, a bread of ground. <gasps> North, North there's a, a really nice LG. Uh, as ever, we're looking for patrons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's patreon.com for slash Ron's projector. That's a separate one. <laughs> Your Patreon perks are if you're ever in town. Yeah, it it covers the cost of one admission. One admission to Ron's 4K screening. <laughs> so since the last time we convened, Disney announced their new streaming service. Oh mm. yes. Um any interest in that? Of course. Well yep. I don't I'm confused about so I we have Disney Life, so you and I are Well that'll go that. away. Have, but it's uh, it's, I mean, a, it's an add on to this is gonna be, it, is it will be replace the same that. price, yeah. it will be a different thing. It's, in the States it's gonna be six ninety nine dollars. So it looks like it'll be about four ninety nine ish here. And then I'll get it. <laughs> I mean I'm surprised I you don't already have it. Disney Life is genuinely Well that's what I mean. I have Disney you've Life. Got it already. So yeah, already so you're yeah, gonna, yeah. So it almost feels like a non event. It's like you're gonna get some more stuff. I'm just a, I'm Life amazed by how much stuff the they have. Line that, that they're that they're coming in. All mm. thirty seasons of The Simpsons just done day one. There mm. you go. Um all the Star Wars films will be on by the end of the first year of the streaming. Mm-hmm. Um I'm assuming that that means uh, the rise of Skywalker once it's done it's mm-hmm. kind of um, what's the rise is the rise of Skywalker a new one that's the new, the one. new one coming that's, out oh, yeah, that's the new a one. new one yes yes, yes. yes. Oh, that's the new oh, that's right finger I, uh, on the pulse as ever <laughs> I know what I know what the people want um, <laughs> and you know I just think that they're going to throw the Disney back catalogue and the Fox back catalogue at it and that's going to be a pretty impressive the library the Fox back catalogue will be interesting yeah that's, that's where they're getting the Simpsons so a from a lot of the TV oh, stuff yeah. is is I mean, there's loads of the Fox TV shows, isn't there? Yeah, yes, but yeah. at the same time, that also means, I mean, how are they going to, are they going to delineate between like adult and children's stuff on this? They've got, or, to, they've got to make the Apple I mean, like more. Fox would include things like the Aliens movies and 
Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I mean well, I guess, they'll probably introduce a different yeah, I mean, channel it's, or something. It's, it's or same as, as Netflix. There's just the, the, kids, par- the kids, kids section and the, par- and the adult section. Yeah, I, don't, okay. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it. Um, but I suppose the big one that they Hopefully have. Hopefully someone at Disney has. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure somebody at Well, the Disney's. big one they have to yeah, launch with money. is the, the Mandalorian, which is the yeah. Star Wars live action TV series. Yeah. Which, I mean, I've only seen the, the, the very sort of rough clip that's online at the minute. I've some the cam that somebody filmed on their phone yeah, from the Star but it, Wars. it looks great. It, yeah. looks, it looks really well produced. Western-y. John Favreau, phenomenal filmmaker. And if he's assembled the team of directors and is kind of guiding the series, I have him, a him lot or, of John him Favreau. Or, John Favreau is the kind of yeah. the creative force him behind it. Yeah. or Ron Hard, which would you prefer in a fight? In a fight, John, John Favreau. Favreau. Favreau, he's a yeah. big pal. John Favreau's a big dude. Howard's you stomp old. him into the yeah. <laughs> I can find Howard. <laughs> I didn't actually mean a fight. I mean, in, in terms of... Uh, so they, if one feels You're talking like, to people who read comics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, in an actual fight? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I already have a choice in my head already. Uh, no, I meant in, in terms of director, because it feels like... like uh, Favreau's just run hard. Just, you know, it's, it doesn't feel like there's much distinguishing between those two I, I, I would actually say both of them are kind of no-style directors. Yeah. I, I don't think you could pick out a Ron Howard film out of a lineup if you didn't know it was Ron Howard. Yeah. yeah. And I think the same thing about John Favreau. They're very good at making uh, inoffensive um, entertainment that doesn't have a They're, lot of their own personal style mm, in there. You yeah, know? I, fight like, like I, I think the similar sort of thing, in, or find the sort of similar thing in Robert Zemeckis. The only thing that I can ever really identify as a Mecca's film is that it always seems to have a bit more heart than other things. So, but I, there's, there's always quirky stuff about it. There's always something. Well, there's weirdly. usually some sort of bleeding edge CGI technology yeah. in Robert Zemeckis <laughs> movie. You know, that's that, that's his signature is pushing effects as far as he can. Yeah, um, but I, I, you know, I like them both as filmmakers. Mm. I, they've done enough. They've had enough hits. Where if they have a new film coming out or something that they're attached to, I'm at least interested is in Fav- seeing it. Is Favreau doing the, the Lion King? Yes, he did the Lion is King it, remake, yeah. yeah. Which okay. he did the Jungle Book remake as well, which I loved. Yeah. Oh, is it good? Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's it really good. Really good. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. The, the CG in it is phenomenal. Okay. It looks fantastic. Is that yeah. not but it's just really well the... written and acted as well. Yeah. It's, the kind and of... they, they put, they've, they've plugged I all... just don't see the point. But what, of any remakes? Of well, any... I mean that especially, you know, just... Well, yeah, taking that animation and, and directing then the turning. Well, well, I suppose the, yeah, there, there's two ways to look at it. I mean, there's there's the point of view from the from the view of the consumer, and then there's the point of view of like we own this IP, we really want to make some more money yeah. out of this. Oh yeah. Um, how do we make people come and see Frozen again? Yeah. You know, how do how do we, let's make a live action movie of it? Let's do. A, I I'm waiting on them coming around to doing sort of hand cell animated again. I'm waiting on that, and then going back through a catalog of like live action films and doing them all as. As a like a, a, a die hard, die hard animated, die, yeah. Oh, wicked. Bring it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Animated the, taxi driver, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Star Mickey do, Mouse, yeah. do die hard like Spider Verse. Oh. oh, yeah, that would be cracking. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm gone. I'm done. <laughs> how's there not? How's there not? How's nobody started doing this yet? Yeah, yeah. Paul, genius. this there and just animate it. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. But if you do, if you animate it, like I, I can just see like the, you can yeah, just that, up, you can just up I can the see ante. John McLean's face as like a really rubbery kind sure. of like. 
yeah, over yeah. over expressions. Just get Kyle Baker in to oh. turn him into the animated version of himself. <laughs> That'd be you amazing. Know? It would be wicked. Wouldn't God, it? I <laughs> curse you for putting this in my brain. It's some, something that I'm never gonna get. There's, it's never, it's never gonna, gonna exist. happen. No, it's never oh, gonna not happen. In your lifetime. No, God, not gonna... the amazing thing is you can use all of the same. I mean, you could use the ADR from from the actual film, and sure. so you don't need to get new actors in or anything. No. You just take that and just hand sell animate it. It'd yeah, be amazing, yeah. Just and and, and you, you do a series like right. The, I want to see fan art. I want to see diehard animated fan art. That's as close. It. That's I'm as close it. as I'm gonna get. John, are you gonna do it? <laughs> no, I, I don't draw unless I'm paid. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> Not picking up a pencil unless there's cash coming my way. John, John and I were talking the other day about writing stuff, and I said, like, like the the problem that you, you've written a few things, and and yes. I've kind of come around to sort of. want to do some more stuff, and I kind of sitting there doing stuff as well, and going, well, I've written a forty page story and I said to John the problem with it is I can't afford to hire me I'm to, to draw it <laughs> yes. I, can't, yeah. I can't afford to draw it because I can't afford me so that's the that, it's never going to get drawn and I don't want anyone worse than me drawing it and that's no, a, that's, very, that's a very low bar but <laughs> <laughs> at the same time oh, you're a harsh bastard <laughs> For yourself, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I can't. I definitely can't afford anyone better than me. Yeah. So you can't so afford you. You I definitely can't afford, can't afford anybody better. I know. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, that's uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I would like to see. I I would like uh, hand drawn stuff to come back in fashion. Please let fantastic. it come back in yeah. fashion. It'd be good. Fantastic. I mean, a lot of the the um, into the spider spur stuff looks hand drawn. I think. Yeah, it I mean, I mixes think it, it up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and yeah. I think that it, well, they definitely introduce hand. There are frames that are hand drawn. Yeah, in it, and there are sequences, the little tiny sequences where there are lots of hand-drawn things. In and it. I but think, also given the, the technology, style, it doesn't have to be uh, time rest- as time restrictive as it would have been doing actual sale, mm, like you yeah. know, with you know, Cintiqs and did you, all that. Did you kind watch of stuff. the? Yeah. Uh, you you don't have Netflix, do you, John? Yep. Oh, you did. Did you watch Love, Death, and Robots or whatever? Is not yet. Look? I've not heard yet. about some it. Some of them are great, uh, and some of them are not so great. Um, sure. They're worth seeing all of them because every single one is kind of slightly different art style going on it. But some right. of them are beautiful, like right. some of them are really nice. Yes, I'd um, heard a lot of things yeah. about that, and I want to check it out at some point. Yeah. It's just there's so much stuff. Yeah, there too is much too much stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is why Disney is giving us even more. Yeah. You know, <laughs> some more stuff yeah. you're not going to watch. Yeah. You know? Well, no, no, I'm going to watch the I'm going to watch the the what if. Marvel oh, what yeah. if show. Yeah. I mean, What's that, that? Is that? It's is what that? if. It's they're right. going to do a what if TV show. Well, yeah. the, I, I I would like them to do that. It's fantastic. Surely that'll be really expensive. I mean, well, if, if you've got to come up with a new set every week as opposed to like reusing it every time. Well, I, just, I, if do they you think do Disney have no they have no money? Sure, they've <laughs> not been making any money recently. I guess. Yeah, Poor I bastard. I mean, if you, if you just if you get them a the Patreon setup, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to give them a bunch of Patreon.com for us, House of Mouse. <laughs> ten, you know, ten episodes. You give them a couple of million dollars an episode, and go. That's your budget. You, you do, can you do, you do, and they can do whatever you want you do, with the you canon. Do the, um, yeah. It seems love death and robots. You just give it to different animation houses, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. and go here's you can have live budget, action, whatever you can have you animation, do, you can do twenty minutes of whatever it is. It's quite exciting. Animation, yeah. yeah. I just thought that was such an open. It's not going to be animated, though, is it? Though? Oh no, I don't. No, well, but who I, the hell knows? That's yeah. the thing you can that do. Would be cool if yeah, you like I'd like to see, especially in those sort of anthology where it's going to be mm. different cast and whatever every yeah. week yeah. or every month. Like, just get you know, let's have some I love animation a good stuff. Anthology. What yeah. about yeah. the Twilight Zone? I have, no, I haven't seen Zone any of the Twilight Zone yet. Oh, really no, I finally got around to seeing us oh, yesterday or no, on Saturday. Yeah, Twilight Zone? Yeah, I did, hadn't even heard about it. Oh, the, uh, by um, so Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele, who made uh, Get Out. No, have you seen us? Get Out? Oh, right. have seen Get Out? No, no, I haven't, but <laughs> you know, I know. And, I, and I saw us on Saturday, and you've seen <laughs> yeah. us, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, phenomenal. Really, it's really clever. unbelievable. 
it, I, I think that the premise, the premise lost Hannah a little bit just because she didn't, she didn't. It's impossible buy to talk about it. without really spoiling. No, it. No, so I'm not. I don't. So I don't want to. But um, I think for the people who, if you just go with it. It's phenomenal. If you, if you, I, I imagine if you're used to genre stuff, it would yes. be easier to sit down and go, yeah, 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 I yeah. accept this. Hannah likes Get Out a lot more. I think that they are on a pretty even par. Yeah. Um, but, and Us look, look, definitely feels like a Twilight Zone episode. Yes. Kind of stretched out to feature length. It almost feels, like, with the way the twist, because everybody, you know, the twist, the fact that there's a twist isn't a spoiler, it's almost kind of, I know Future Shocks have to, there's specifics mm. about the twist, but it is like a quick, yeah. sharp jolt. Yeah. At the same time, I was kind of ahead of the twist by about ninety minutes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I wasn't. I, I kind of think it's it's the twist that has to be. Yes. I mean, but so the, the oh, premise. The, the, the premise. Kind of the premise of the movie is a it's a it's a family and they're they're heading off to Santa Cruz Beach for, for the weekend or for the for the summer and then they look out the window one night and there's like a family of doppelgangers standing outside. Oh mm-hmm. Christ. And oh, I they, can't, oh, I can't do doppelgangers. Yeah, I can't and, do and, them. And, there, there's a great... Um, and they just attack the house. There's a great oh, Roger shit. Roger Moore film, which is about a doppelganger. Do you remember? Uh, oh, yes, I can't remember the yes. name of it. But he, he's like a racing car driver, and he nearly dies in a, in a car accident. And then uh, there's, there's sort of general reports of, of someone, him doing certain things in, in, in different places. I'm going, I wasn't there. What's going on? Uh, and then the doppelganger turns up and has to kill him because you can't have the two of them. Yeah. And it's like scared me shitless. So when I was about 13 or 14, mm. and then when I was in school in, in uh, St. Augustine's, which was already a hard school to be in, um, somebody came around and says, somebody looks exactly like you. Hold it. He's running around the corner. He looks exactly like you. I went, fuck all. He goes, he looks exactly like you. So I walked around and the guy looked exactly like me. I was shit myself <laughs> I ran away and for the rest of the four years I was in that school I did everything to avoid that person because of that film same thing happened to me in Lisbon once um, but you've I, got more Ron, Ronald gangers than Ronald gangers they're called Ronaldikes Ronaldikes I was at the cinema once and uh, my friends pointed said there's a guy over there who looks just like you <laughs> and I looked over and his friends were doing the exact same <laughs> <thing. laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> And it was one of those horrible moments where I looked at him and he looked at me and both of us, I know he was experiencing the exact same sort of sense of revulsion. Like, this is wrong. Make it stop. And his bitch were killing themselves laughing and my friends were tears going coming out of their eyes and I, I was just like can we leave can we go? I said no we're going to go to the movie and of course he was going to the same screen yeah, of course he was did you sit on opposite sides in the same seat so yeah. I couldn't even tell you what the movie was I could oh, not geez. concentrate on the movie I kept on looking around and he was always looking at me whenever I looked around it was, it was very upsetting I saw myself in a, somebody else's Instagram feed like a picture from a party and then mm-hmm. it took me a good couple of hours of internet diving to figure out that it wasn't me Ooh, that's, yeah, it was kind of creepy. I, I wasn't at this birthday there's party, a, but I mean, yes, there I am. Definitely a good uh, sci-fi story in those things. Yeah. Frank, Frank quietly rang me up one time from uh-huh. Paris, and he said, "John, you, you you don't have a brother who looks exactly like you, do you? Like absolutely like you? Uh, because there's a guy here who looks just like you." And he he's said, said, "No, he's got a, all the buildings. <laughs> that's right. Got a Belfast, <laughs> he's the uniformer. He's got the Belfast accent. He's got everything, and it's just like you know." And I was like, "No." No, no, he's just like, that's bloody amazing. Well, well as us continues, you no. realise this is happening to everybody in oh, America, yes. and there's all, everybody at the same night is being attacked by doppelgangers. Oh, right. oh, okay. And they're all wearing red boiler right, okay. suits, don't, and, have, don't, and they have that's a, too much. a single red glove, a single glove on their hands. All right. Oh, it's a Michael Jackson-themed thing. <laughs> yes. 
It actually is. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> what? Don't, don't say anymore. I don't want to hear anymore. Just one last thing on doppelgangers. Nathan's uh, in Nathan's school. He came in. This has happened over two years. He came in one day. He says, "There's somebody in my school looks really like me, Danny. Everyone says he looks exactly like me. I don't think he does." And then they've they've got to know each other. And he says, "We swapped glasses, and I swear to God, it was like looking at me." Right. <laughs> Yeah, but Nathan, you can't right. see as well without your glasses. Well, that's what I pointed out. I said, your glasses, maybe it was because your glasses are not that good. His glasses are different than yours. He went, no, no, he just looked exactly like me. So anyway. <laughs> so if, do we have picks of the week? No. I do. I <laughs> oh, do. do you? Yeah. Uh, PJ, this is John's embarrassing. Okay. I'm, uh, John is my pick of the week. Okay. <laughs> oh, Paul. John is always my pick of the week. Oh, Get yourself a friend you. like John. Someone, someone that you don't see that often, but when you do, you're like, Best buds because you can, the work. you can go, you go back <laughs> for a long time. You can talk about stuff about work that no one else will ever understand because it's such a weird job that you have. Get yourself a John McRae. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks. Well, John, what's I'm your pick John. of the week? Uh, my pick of the week PJ. is the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> oh yeah, I have to say that. Nobody's <laughs> picking. <laughs> what else? PJ's cold friggin. Ed is going to collapse. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I know secretly it's me, but you're too embarrassed. Okay, Go yes, ahead. you're right. Go ahead. Uh, it's Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, yes, which is great. Which is great. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, sort of, I had no idea what it was. My brother was over as well for the big family gathering, and uh, he said, just watch this, put it on, and we're watching it, we're watching it, and going, oh, that's Drew Barrymore, isn't it? Blah, 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 blah. Timothy and then Austin. all of a sudden... It happens, and you're just like shit. And she she so- becomes a zombie. Who? Uh, no, right, I thought you were. Oh no, like no, 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 no! I mean, like, it's in the first episode. I, I think, I think oh. the premise of the show is well known. Yeah, is yeah, it right? She, okay, yeah, cool. Because so I don't get she, out much. She, she's, <laughs> she's a zombie who needs kind of human flesh, but yeah. she's completely cognizant of everything that's yep. going on, and yep. very, and but and suddenly, kind of, as she starts eating humans, her husband gets roped into and trying to into helping her and making yeah. sure the neighbours don't find out. But the husband, the guy who plays the husband, Timothy Holofan, he's brilliant. He's my favourite bit. He's in thing. Justified, and he's in Deadwood. Um, hey, Deadwood. He was a cowboy in Deadwood. Right, he's fantastic, okay. and so and I've he is such great. I mean, he, he does a great sort of stoic character who is yes. kind of man with no name in in, uh, uh, Deadwood, in Deadwood, but. But in, in uh, this show, he's just he's got such great comedy chops. He just he always looks like, fuck, I don't know what's going on. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's just time to hit the bong. I have no <laughs> idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> yes, he's just... And they, and they kind of... And he's, you know, she's busy, she's busy going things like, well, you know what, you could just kill him and I, I could get rid of the bodies. Go, no, don't kill any more people. <laughs> I just love the fact that she's just going around with her smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just the smoothie and you know what's in the smoothie. It's just terrific. And, and I mean, she's going, hilarious. Oh, you look like you've lost so much weight she's going yes my new diet it's great (laughs) (laughs) what's in that smoothie oh it's secret stuff I can't really talk about it is really funny it's a cracking show I I think I watched the first couple of episodes maybe a year ago or something what I I thought it was just out no no no, the the new new, new series is is just out is it the third series though it is the third series it's the third series is just out John But it is really good. Fingers, pulse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a zombie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no pulse. What about you, Scott? What do you got? Um, I watched a film with Hannah called The Oath, uh, which is written and directed by Ike Barinholtz. And it is about uh, current-day America, where the president has declared that everybody has to sign this kind of um, patriot mm-hmm. oath that I promise to pr- to honor and protect the president against all. Ooh, so yeah, it, it, it yeah, yeah. doesn't mean anything. It's not signing you up to anything, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is a, a kind of 
on okay. it, like an oath that you're yeah, swearing yeah, to yeah. thing. Um, and you have a year to sign, and it gets to the week of the, the last week. Uh-huh. Um, and this couple, Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish, um, and they have vowed not to sign, mm-hmm. and their their families are coming around for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and. It's kind of pitched as a comedy, but it's it's a it's if it's concept, comedy, it's a very concept. dark. It's it's kind yeah, of yeah, black. It's very very black, um, but it captures the arguments between the right and the left, and mm. how both are are can be in terms of arguments, and especially when family get together and you just yeah, yeah. button heads. Um, it captures that uncomfortably well, and then the turn comes when two of the president's secret police who are called the CPU, I think, turn up at the door and ask why he hasn't signed, and it all kind of spirals mm. out of control okay, from there. Right, okay. It's uh, it's it's flawed, but I think it's definitely worth watching. I really so enjoyed think, it. Is it? Do you think was it made in the last couple of years? It was made last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. America as is now. Yeah. Yeah. And is that on Netflix or is that? Um, I rented it from iTunes oh, because what? I like Ike Barinholtz. Um, I figured I'd check it out. Did you say he was directing it and it? he 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 stars in it, writes it, and directs it. Oh, right. Sings okay. the theme tune. They write the theme tune. <laughs> sings the theme tune. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's well very sp- good. speaking of uh, written, directed, and produced, the thing that I enjoyed the most this week was Beyonce's Homecoming. Oh, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Look at the way you light up when you say Beyonce. It's the best concert film I've ever seen. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. (laughs) And... uh... What, even better than Kate Bush at Hammersmith? Yeah, probably. Uh, it, it's <laughs> so, no, so it's, uh, it's oh, shot yeah. at Coachella last year. It's shot across two different weekends. And um, it's on this massive stage where there's like a pyramid where um, there's maybe like 10 levels to it. And it's full of you know, uh, brass players and uh, percussion. And basically the whole band is, is on this on this massive layered stage. Um but it's shot across two weekends, so one weekend everyone's wearing yellow, and another weekend everyone's wearing pink. And there's some amazing shots where the exact same shot is transitioning, and in an instant, everyone just changes color, yeah, because they they, they switch. But um, so all all of Beyonce's music has been rearranged to play in the, the, this sort of um, you know school marching band type format. Mm. It's really high energy. There's some amazing percussion stuff going on. It's like a real celebration of black culture. So there's like there's a lot of um, like I say marching band stuff. There's a lot of Drum lines, and I really love drum line stuff. I don't if know you, what a drum line I is. I enjoy so, drum line stuff. I mean, I, come, drum, coming drum from Northern like, Ireland, I'm fully expecting a drum line to be. Well, like, it's it's like <laughs> it's like that, but talented. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. So it's it's a, it's a bunch of like maybe 10, 15 guys playing incredibly com- complicated rhythms. Mm. Uh, not, only, not boom, boom, yes, boom, not yeah. that. No. They normally are. They normally have four drums attached <laughs> to them at any one time. Okay, and they are, they play all all oh, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. And you'll have maybe really complicated choreography in there as well. You've got. Have you ever see football games where they, you know, you look down yeah. and they they act out a Pac Man yeah. thing while they're all playing yeah. at the same time? That's all. Yeah, it's like that squashed onto a stage, mm-hmm. but still really, really complicated in in terms of how it's all arranged. Yeah, uh, interspersed between the songs, and there's clips of like Beyonce basically creating all this in an, in a massive warehouse somewhere, yeah. and you know she seems to be really in charge of of putting this all together. And she said she's like three sound stages of people doing choreography and the musicians and the creative people all kind of designing costumes and whatnot as an undertaking it seems unbelievably um uh just huge for one person to kind of yeah one person's vision for for all of this but the payoff is amazing i mean it's just one of the best sort of two and a half hour musical sets i've ever Mm -hmm. sat through Uh, if you don't like beyonce it's not going to do anything for you 
Um, if you do I think like, that would be a given. <laughs> I think if someone's going, hmm, but I don't never like Beyonce, but Ron's at, persuaded at, me. At the same time, I think if you like music at all, you'd be hard pressed to know, to watch it and not appreciate yeah the, the whole the thing. level of artistry and the yeah. level of just sheer effort to make something like this come off. So yeah, that Beyonce's homecoming show. Uh, there's also a live album that you can stream on all the services as well. All the which services. It's exactly the same thing as the as the, okay. as the visual one, but I definitely recommend watching the visual okay. one. Cool. Is that the one that was on Tidal for like exclusively for a while? And then no, no, no. This it, this is, is brand thing? new out this week. Okay. All right then. That's okay. our. I think that's our show. Then is that yeah, our show? So that's been. Uh, I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Thanks very much, John. Hey, and thanks, I'm John. See and ya. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh.